Stops. Okay. Episode 43, man. Hot Society Podcast. We back, man. I'm your host, B High. We got Sash24, our co host in the building, man. Queasy's Way on Instagram. Make sure you go follow him. He's not here today, but you already know, man. We got the lovely Miss Danielle in the building, and she is definitely. Uh, uh, what she do, Sash? Tell Yo, people she, what she uh, do. She's definitely worked hard, and she's like one of the best up and coming social workers in that field right now. Um, so, you know, we definitely need that for this culture and the current times yeah. that we're in, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's hell where so mental we health, need them. Mental that's health all. expert, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how you're doing it. So, Daniel, tell us about your journey and how you became. Uh, well, first, tell me, I mean, what was it like coming up and what made you want to get into the social work field? Okay, so good question, good question. I am uh, from all over when people typically ask. So, my dad and mom are from here from jersey and um i was born in england so he was in the military so we traveled quite a bit so i went to i moved all around the country from birth pretty much and then traveled all over all over the world like brazil japan england Um, wow so i traveled quite a bit what's your favorite place favorite place was brazil yeah the people are awesome the food is delicious it it was it was good the music is fire yeah yeah that was the best that's the best yeah, it sounds like I, the Snoop Dogg video. That's what uh, I think of yes, Brazil. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of culture, a lot of music, a lot of African culture influence. Wow. You know, that's I was going to hit the beautiful note, but I was just thinking about it. Nah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to pass. Wow. I would never know, like, think know that. Like, it's an African, so it's a lot of African, oh, like, yeah. influence. Yes. It was an African influence on, in, around the world. Everywhere. Around the world. Yes, yes. But really, I fact. mean, that's their, their foundation is, you know, Africans that live there as well as, you know, a lot of colonization from the Portuguese as well as the Spanish and um, other colonizers. But... Yeah, that was, I think, ultimately, that was my favorite place. But, um, yeah, so did a lot of traveling, and um, I really enjoyed that. Decided not to join the military. That wasn't for me. Um, went to school for a little bit. Went to the, uh, didn't finish school, but went to, you know, just around, needed a job. Yeah. Just needed benefits. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. What school you went to? Oh, I went to a lot of schools. Uh, <laughs> I was a professional uh, in school, so I, I transferred a few schools. I went to... um. Uh, those I will name. I went, did go to UH in Hawaii. I was one of the places we lived in Hawaii. Um, went Been to the world. Yes, went to Morgan yeah, State. Yeah, yeah. Yes, went to Morgan State. Uh, mm. and, His um, pops went to Morgan State. Man. Oh yeah, both yes, my parents. Yes, yeah, they both, both went to Morgan. They were actually influencing and yeah. handing me in that direction. Oh yeah. One semester, I was a professional student. I was all over the place, but I finally finished here in Jersey. That's that's what's up. So. Mm-hmm. But what made you go, what made you say, you know what, Danielle, I want to be a social worker? Right, right, right. Well, it was a, it was a corporate world. I found that um, I worked in the corporate world for 10 years, so I consider it like when I transferred over to doing social work, I actually retired. But it was 10 years of a dead-end job. There was no benefits. There was no upward mobility. I was unhappy. And I just found that I was one of those people naturally, like I was working in the purchasing department and I was talking to customers and I'm like, yo, so how you doing? Like, how's, how's life? Like when we was talking last week, you know, you was having this issue at work. You had this issue with your wife. Had you resolved that? Where you at? So I was always doing like counseling, but I was, you know, I, and conflict I didn't, management. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I wasn't, you know, I didn't really enjoy what I was doing. So it was really that push to, um, to, I was like, you know, I don't want to do this no more. I was, it was a dead end for me. That was, it was not less. So I was like, I have to do something I enjoy. So I had to go finish my degree and then uh, went and followed social work. That's dope, though, to to like to recognize that you in a position that you don't want to be and mm. not be afraid to step outside of that and yeah. actually and actually go chase something. Because, you know, so so many times it, it could be for whatever reason. Somebody got kids or they 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 comfortable and they. They in a uh, apartment and they want to mm-hmm. be able to pay rent. Right. So they 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 don't they stay stagnant and they don't make certain moves. Like I'm guilty of that myself. Mm-hmm. And you know and it just takes a uh, that's brave to just 
take a leap of faith. Like we was talking about that on another episode, exactly. taking mm. leaps of faith and just being yeah, able to step right. outside your your yeah your your, your right. comfort zone and actually exactly. you know what I mean make that move. That that's big. That's mm-hmm. that's real big. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. life can seem so stagnant and dead, right? Right. Yes. If sometimes scary. Like, yes. you feel like it's just like you need that breath to be brought into you to be like. All right, exactly. I got my purpose. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's dope. And, but that's hard to realize. Like, mm-hmm. You know, people go through their whole lives mm-hmm. and they don't even realize that. Yo, yo, it's so deep you say that because just when you were saying that, talking about death, um, I remember because I used to be what I used to, I call it like a super Christian. I used to be back in the day. So, you know, that's like, you know, just really strict on the Bible and the laws, right? That, super, super Christian. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I remember I learned in church, a pastor was talking about it once and he was just talking about how, you know, each one of us has, you know, our purpose and our, our you know, you was given uh, a mission here to do. And, you know, how many, how many people go through life never accomplishing that thing that's within them to accomplish, like, you know, so to yeah. me, because I wasn't doing social work, I wasn't helping people, to me, that felt like death. And what was symbolic to me, um, if you're familiar with, like, East Orange, you know how when yeah. you drive down the parkway and then you're passing through, like, the, um, those, the, what that's, the, like, the Beth Israel uh, cemeteries, they're on both sides of the yeah. highway yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, driving yeah. down. I would pass that every day to work. And I remember, he, I just recall him talking about, how, you know, if you look at the cemetery, there's so many, that's like a rich area because there's so many dreams that were never fulfilled. And so I'm passing every day going on my work, feeling like, you know, to me, that's death because I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. I'm not giving life to what I feel I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm passing that reminder every single day. Mm. So that like just resonated real deep with me. Like I was just like, nah, you can't, you can't let that be your life. Yeah. You a have to fulfill people, that purpose. A lot of people end up Letting that be their life mm. because of the reasons I just stated. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, that's what you just said. It's crazy. A lot of lost dreams. Like, you don't want to be on your deathbed right. talking about, I would have, should have, could have, and all that. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. And you also, like, that's that's a crazy insight to be able to realize, realize that small detail, right? As you're driving, you notice things yeah. as you pass it, right? Because, yeah. like, I could say that with me right now trying to finish my master's. As I go to Ramapo, I'm seeing Ferrari dealerships. Mm, I'm right. seeing Lamborghini dealerships, mm-hmm. Maserati, mm-hmm. Range Rover, BMW, Mercedes. I'm seeing all these dealerships as I'm going to my school. And back and forth, I'm just like, like you know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's like on the opposite side. I'm yeah. like, yo, yo right. that's... That's going to be me, son. I need that. I need that. that. And see, but that's the small details that you got to kind of get inspiration from. And that's dope. Yes. And the power of manifestation, too. Absolutely. Exactly. You got to have that. You got to have that. But what is, if someone don't know what what, what a psychiatrist, social worker does, Mm. instead of psychiatrist, what do your job entails as a social worker? All right. Good question. Good question. So social work, what I believe social work is, um, I compare it often to psychology. So I got my bachelor's in psychology, my master's in social work. And I always say that I leaned towards social work um, following heavily influenced for the family that was just like, come on, like, look at your options. Because with psychology, if you are going to practice, you do have to go get your doctorate. Not saying mm. they know that social workers are any less than because they do not always, but you know that you are not active. You can't participate or have or hold your license until you get your doctorate. So that's like you still have a lot more to go. But psychology, while it's beneficial, I felt like social work really looks at a whole picture. So psychology can kind of look at or I feel like kind of fragment pictures of like your the picture of what the person is. They might look at, you know, the situations or, you know, your symptoms or what you're going through right now. But social work really pulls from your holistic perspective. So they look at, you know, your background, your history, your family life. Um, how that kind of contributed to who you are, your thoughts, your worries, your concerns. Like they look at every area, spiritual, physical, mental, psychological, traditional, family. They look at your whole picture and then they try to create or give you the tools and resources to like, all right, so whatever the situation you're presenting, what might be the best thing that can benefit you and kind of help you give you a plan, give you resources, kind of really get the whole picture and like, all right, so this is how we can help and assist. So I feel like social work really looks at a whole person and like, all right, this is what we can do to help you. 
in psychology, basically looking at just like your mind and what's going on inside your mind, basically, is what you're saying. Yes, and that, that's not, I mean, that's not throwing shade to all psychologists, but no, you no, know, they can traditionally, yes, traditionally, yes, traditionally, they might look um, at a one particular area instead of exploring the other ones, the other areas of your life that can cause that issue or whatever you're going with, and they kind of might be able to put that on the back burner where we kind of investigate a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, like, I agree with you on that one because, like, for psych, you got to go to school like a doctor mm-hmm. in a sense, right? Oh, you gotta be, yeah. yeah, you get your it's doctor. Seven yeah. to six years, it's like right. years, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then, like, you're looking at the, you know, I'm not saying that's an aspect, right? Yeah. To look at, right? But you're not looking at it like you said, you know, you said holistically. Yes. Everything, yes. like your yes. thoughts, mm-hmm. like your, your back, like everything. Yeah. Because that all plays a factor. We are multidimensional, so you can't, you know, put one part aside. You got to look at the whole person. Yeah, especially coming from where we come from, right, Danielle? And it's it's a uh, a stigma mm. of like to have a psychologist or. Uh, social work or any type of thing like that. Not so much a social work. I don't really hear that too much. But that's because most in the, our culture, if you hear social work, you hear you think Davis. Yeah, that's what. I, mm-hmm. that, that, that's why they don't say social worker. But right, right, right. I get what you said, but like we we look at it as a uh, like a weakness almost. Yeah. Like oh, this person's crazy, or or you just a nut job, or mm-hmm. or you suck it up. You a man and. Mm-hmm. And all that type of shit. Like, what would you tell somebody who probably went to went through a traumatic experience and just based on what he was taught and what he think is correct, mm-hmm. just basically sucked it up and and probably just just held it in and just you know what I mean, just keep it there because it's really it's really like I I haven't seen every traumatic experience I ever went through or, or probably seen mm-hmm. uh, close people around me go through is is never like it's it's no resolution. Like, right. it's only, like, we just, I don't even know what to say. It's like, just keep it there. Like, it's, right. you don't keep talk it about it. Like, you yeah. don't do nothing about it. Yeah. Like, whatever you do when you're alone, that, 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 you know what I mean? Nobody sees that. Mm-hmm. But you just basically got to, the next day, you are expected to move on. Right. And be the okay. very next day. And mm-hmm. you're expected by the world to be okay and move on. No matter what the situation is, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. big, right yeah. there. That's, that's yeah. and I find that crazy. Like episode two, you know, we dedicated to a friend of mine, Net G. You know, rest in peace. He got Definitely. he got shot, Definitely. and and killed. You know, and um, I was telling my 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 now fiance that, you know, congratulations, thank you. Yeah, I was telling that you know, uh, I was just fucked up. Like you know, mm. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yo, I'm expected to just. Wake up tomorrow, go do what I got to do, and just be regular. Like, mm. you feel me? Like, you don't mm. have no time to actually... Grieve. Yeah, grieve or go through anything. Like, mm-hmm. life goes on. Like, what would you tell a person? Or, or like, what type of help would you refer to them? I would say, first, it is okay to not be okay. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. Like you said, we have such a strong expectation of, especially as black and people and people of color, we have an expectation that we're just supposed to take the hit and keep pushing. But it's okay to not be okay. And then after that, it's like, like you said, there is a stigma from, you know, going seeing a social worker, going seeing a therapist. It's like you're saying, there's a stigma. It's like you're crazy. Something's wrong with you. But we have to acknowledge that we are all going through trauma. Yeah. tremendous think, amount I of think trauma everybody, i think uh, like most people almost uh, probably everybody mm-hmm. you're living in america basically yeah. yeah i think you uh need to see get some type of some type it's, of help it's not Absolutely. even america like you, the, the world, world. Right. because like yeah. we, we let's talk about internet trauma like like you right let's, bullying. let's bullying let's talk about all the images of george floyd that everybody's seen oh, like, yeah mm-hmm. like the death you just see death right. it's, you just seen like you know his his knee on his neck mm-hmm. every millions have seen that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like that's the trauma yeah yeah I, and i say uh, us as people of color because you know it's like uh we, we might not be associated culturally worldwide as as experiencing as much trauma when you compare it to though when not comparing trauma to trauma but you know you have the world that's going Syria that's going through what they've gone through, Jerusalem yeah, yeah. is like people are used to like dealing and hearing car bombs and this at the cafe, at the bodega, like definitely, you know, definitely. so the world is definitely in need of healing. Um, I think that we all actually 
um, need that. I, I think universally everybody should have therapy. And personally, I think that all therapists should have a therapist. Every social worker, social service person should all have therapists because yep. even if you are experiencing trauma, um, sometimes trauma doesn't even have to be your physical experience. You can hear, experience trauma just by hearing somebody else tell their story. Yeah. That's yeah. vicarious trauma. So that's somebody as a social worker therapist sitting there and hearing about your trauma. They can become traumatized themselves just by hearing what you're telling them. Yeah, I think I think I think people disregard it so much because it's not a it's not like a thing you could you could see and touch. Right. You feel what exactly. I'm saying? So exactly. It's like we when we were growing up, you thinking like I just said, people are crazy. You think you you could actually see it, mm-hmm. or like you know what I mean? Like you think it's a, it's a way somebody look, or yeah. it's a way they act. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we we never knew is the people who like us the regular people what yes. we call regular people are actually in need of these services as well. Right. Yes. Right. Absolutely. But absolutely. you know what I mean. That's I guess that's the biggest trick they ever played. I guess. And you oh. know what? Part of just to speak on that though, part of culturally why I feel and I believe that we're probably shunned or we shy away from from therapists or even doctors. You know, sometimes we like, nah, I'm just take an Advil, yeah. keep it pushing. I'm going to take a Tylenol, I'm take something. It's because we have been so traumatized and abused by the system, mm. by medicine, mm. um, just as black people. Like, you know, I always go back to the godfather, I forget his name, the godfather of, uh, of gynecology. He became the godfather of gynecology because he had plenty of so many female slaves that he tore into that he you know ripped apart it, through their vaginal column they yeah. ripped them apart to see how things operated poked and prodded like and then we had the tuskegee airmen and i'm sorry the tuskegee uh, experiment, experiment yeah. and then how we tormented so we have been done wrong by medicine we have been their guinea pigs yeah yes. yeah so you know when we talk about like nah, I'm going. Nah, I don't know how about that is. You know we have suspicions reasonably because Definitely. the system has done us wrong. Definitely. And it's crazy that I ne- that I never even made that correlation because uh, that's how I felt about getting the corona test. Mm. Like I felt the same way. Like, I'm not. I don't really want to stick no no Q-tip up my nose. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if the corona is on the end of that Q-tip. Right, 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 right. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not sick. Yeah. I'm good. Mm-hmm. When I get sick or some shit, then I come I holler at you. Like, yeah. but I'm not by the. I'm good. Like why? The, I'm. I got the mask on. I'm mm-hmm. doing what I gotta do. I'm not doing that right mm. now. Like mm. that's that's how People, I feel right now. I ain't I'm gonna not hold doing it. it. Right. I, I feel that like a little bit because mm-hmm. like I'm enforced. I have to take a corona test mm-hmm. next week, right? Mm. I have to take it because I'm getting it's some it's like I get operation. I gotta get back operation, right? So before the doctors can operate on me. You have to get it yeah. done. You have to get it. But I'm like Oh, like right. I'm not sick. Like but this mm-hmm. is some crazy shit. Like I think, yo, it's some crazy shit. Like I don't, I don't see this going away. How we think it's gonna go away? Like I don't see this thing just disappearing and we back to normal. Like absolutely not. They are like once something like it's like nine eleven. Once nine eleven happened, the 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 effects of that never went away. Mm. No, Feel definitely. what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. We still deal with. Things because of 9-11 today. Yeah, yeah. And I believe that 19 years from now, we're going to be dealing with things because of coronavirus the same way. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, what ways would you say? I don't know. I have no or idea. Or guess or just, like, elaborate on I mean, I don't think we probably going to have to wear masks for the next 19 no. years. But I, so. I would say that. I would say it would have some effect on financially. Oh. Oh. I would say that you're not just going to feel it for this year. It's mm-hmm. going to be for next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be probably for the following year because mm-hmm. you got to look at the backlog yeah. of every business that's going down right now. I try to get the oil changed. No, nah, we backed up uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think not to cut you off, I think, because I'm going to forget. My, I think the, what we're going to be doing is like when it comes to having to do things, like you just said, get surgery or... Or you got to do something with... You got to go to the high... I think you're going to have to take a COVID test or you're going to have to do something... It's going to be something. I don't know what it's going to be, but trust me. What we're going to have to do something. What, what I will <laughs> say, or just my brief thoughts on COVID, I, I completely agree completely because it's this is not for those that might think or might have heard that it's going to be over soon or that, you know, we just got to no, It's huh. going to be around for a while. Yeah. And there are put, things put in preparation for that to be 
here for a while. Let's let's just not forget the the economic impact that this has had. Facts. For those that yeah. are making money, they have been making money yeah. off of this. There are plenty of people that are not hurting at all from Corona. Shit. They are benefiting yeah. highly from Corona. Even the people on the ground benefit. Shit. Right. These so motherfuckers are getting it's caked up right now. So what you say? They paying a thousand dollars to see Mayweather. I don't Cameo. know what they doing, but Cameo. They, they, they niggas is getting money right now. But the uh, yeah, she right. It's gonna like it's gonna. People are getting rich off of this shit. Follow the dollar. People are getting rich off of this shit. Absolutely, absolutely. And it ain't gonna stop. Mm-mm. That's why I say we need a holiday blackout. But people don't hear me, man. They like to listen to Kanye West. Oh, yeah. And then at the same time, right? How persistent and consistent are we with the movement? Right, like what movement are you talking about? Right. As far as right, we're talking about Black Lives Matter, police police brutality, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about the racial injustice that's going on systematically. Mm-hmm. How persistent, consistent? I think people are, are really sh- like they're they're shining line on that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, You're going to like once it once it all die down, ain't nobody yeah. gonna be talking about it type shit. Yeah, I already see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me personally, I'm not in that boat, but I see, I know what you're talking about, cause mm-hmm. like people do that, they jump on the bandwagon with something hot, and it's something to talk about. But then when everything is cool, ain't nobody talking about none of that. Mm-hmm. 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 I, my thing is just like the what the the lasting effects of change. So what what systems are we working to change to for people of color to benefit from it? What are we going to do? Are we wiping out? Are we doing reparations now? Are we going to wipe out, like, the student debt? Like, what? What I feel like, okay, yeah, good job. Y'all Y'all doing stuff about the monuments. But, you know, we've been through that. People like, want, <laughs> a, a lot, the problem is people want symbol, symbol, symbolistic victories. Yes. Yeah. Is that yeah. the right? Yeah. People yeah. want symbols, symbolic. Yeah. Symbolic yeah. victories. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. People don't understand that, yo, all the stuff, all right, cool. It, cool, you're taking them down. That's a symbolic victory. I don't yeah. care about that. Exactly. Like, that, what's that supposed to make me feel good? Exactly. Like, I, like no. Like, we want we want to get these laws changed. Yes. We want to be able to get things, certain things changed where we could, you know what I mean, where we could get these, these type of opportunities. Yes, exactly. exactly. With, with the opportunities they was talking about, I'm not sure... But where we could get like in housing and stuff like yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Could, you know housing I mean? grants and funding. And better business loans. loans. Better business <laughs> loans. Better and better laws. I think we need laws to protect people of color. We've yeah. got laws to protect animals that are endangered. We need laws to protect people of color. Definitely. Because and we yo, are not protected. I, I, it's kind of better to be a dog right about now. <laughs> you tell it me, has always been my better dog to be a dog. Is, hey, living right. right now, huh? I ain't gonna lie. Nala's living right now. <laughs> <laughs> never heard, nobody would never hurt a dog. Right, no, no. Because we but, see humanity in that. Yo, to speak on music, I'm be honest with you, I'm in Who, love Kanye with, West? with J. Cole oh. and Lupe. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco. Right oh, now. Lupe, yes. He dropped the album, right? What he dropped doing? these, 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 uh, you know, singles. But the mm-hmm. most profound ones are something called Shoe, and something mm-hmm. called Dinosaurs. Okay. okay. Oh, deep, bro. You gotta like, put he, me on. So he's talking about shoes. How we we stand in line. We try to do everything and ignore everything mm-hmm. that really matters for that shoe. So he's rapping about that concept, right? With okay. the shoe Jordans, waiting in line, all that stuff, right? Then with the dinosaurs, I thought this, I'm playing for my son. Like, he's talking about how the dinosaurs were here, but they went extinct. You feel me? Later on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as just the bad habits of the environment, bad habits of probably the dinosaurs, of what they say that they did probably mm-hmm. isn't true. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and how they still went extinct. And extinct. And at the same time, like, look at our culture. Look at us. Look at what we're doing. Mm. If we keep living like this mm-hmm. two, three thousand years, no, we're yeah, that's a fact. Go Absolutely. extinct. Absolutely. We're, it, we're gonna wipe each other out. Right. And yeah. I was just like, whoo. No, I think yeah, I think that's that. Yeah, Ooh. that's a fact though. He rap to articulate that in a rap. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's God. well, yeah, that's that's difficult to do. So like, put it in a rap and make mm-hmm. it nice and witty and sound yeah. good, mm-hmm. but. Just what you talking about, yeah, that's a fact. Like we we fuck up the environment every day. Like yeah. we don't give a fuck about the environment right. or the earth. Like we treating the one thing that gives us life, the one thing we come from, mm-hmm. we disregard it and take it for granted every single day. Yeah. yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Even Global me. Warming like, is real. You feel me? Like, yeah. 
Shit yeah. is crazy. Yeah, so I, I I really promote those records because honestly, all I hear right now on the radio is like J. Cole dropped some records too, right? No, yeah, yeah, he dropped two. But no, 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 no disrespect to the whole Tri-State and Fabio and the whole what they got going on over there. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I mean, I we need some conscious stuff. We do. It's there. It's, it's there. there. You got to look, look for it. You just have to look for it. Right. You're not going to be... They're they not going to give be it on to the radio. They're not going to give it to you. Not going to be hot you. You at all. Yeah, you're not going to sit there but, and expect someone else to give it to you. You got to go get that yourself. But big ups to Embro, uh, because he like he he uh, he he played that like 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, he did? 6 o'clock in the morning. Okay. He was out there. Yeah, yeah. 6 o'clock, 12 o'clock, man. Nah, that shit's on really <laughs> It was in a rotation. Yeah, it was shit, in a rotation, I, I not the rotation. I think that because that's his favorite rapper, Lou. Oh really? Yeah, that's what his favorite rapper. The okay. shit on the radio that counts is the shit they play when Prime motherfuckers time. is in traffic. Right. Yeah. Five o'clock, Five o'clock yes. or eight o'clock in morning show, all that Prime type of time. shit. Right. If your shit ain't, if your shit get played on late night with Rosenberg, it don't really matter. Like, that's his. <laughs> that's his shit. Like. Real talk. That shit don't matter. Late night with Rosenberg. You should get played at one in the morning. One in the morning. Who the fuck listen to Hot 97 at one in the morning? <laughs> like niggas, like people standing by the radio and shit. <laughs> That's some old school shit. Yo, uh, speaking of old school, man. Definitely touch on it. DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Uh, Damn, yeah, did you see that? I did not. No, oh, I you did missed not. Treat. That was you the best the one. Treat. Oh my gosh, I didn't. I think it was the best. Because I'm still Snoop upset Dogg. about uh, Jada and Fab. What you wanted Fab to win? I was so disgusted with Fab. I was so disgusted when he pulled out Tamia. <laughs> And when he pulled that, what was that? The trade at all? I was so glad that Jada pulled, called him out on that because we did not come for that. We did not come for the commercial ring of dings. No, uh, you, you were supposed you to pull out the gutter me. tapes. I, I was, was gonna no, I was so way. I was I was upset because I didn't feel that uh, 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 Fab did Fab he Jada deserved better than that. He he didn't do he deserved no soul better. tape. He didn't do nothing from no soul no, tape. No, he did not. He didn't play Maya best of me. That was, he didn't need that. That was crazy to we me. We was like. we was doing gutter. We was doing grits and mm-hmm. and and he Fab came with oatmeal. But. I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jada Kiss definitely won that by landslide for me. But the DMX versus Snoop Dogg, oh what, what, what surprised that. me? I ain't gonna spoil it for you. Everybody's well, everybody's seen it. You, you the I'm, only the only yeah. <laughs> one. I'm the only one. You the one. I'm the only one. You just said Snoop won. Snoop. See, Uh-oh. I thought Snoop was gonna win. Uh-huh. In my opinion, DMX won. I tell you why. Okay. DMX won. But Snoop was winning at first. I think he got like the first four to me. But DMX started catching up. And then some of this, like, Beautiful. He played Beautiful, right? I love that song. Mm-hmm. We just uh, referenced it. But DMX played How's It Going Down right after that. Mm. Now, me being from the East Coast, my age, that, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, that like, spoke. That spoke to me. Now, Snoop Dogg hit me. And then the old songs that he got from 93, Doggy Style and all that. I love them records, too. But I don't remember the feeling when that record came mm, out, that is, mm. it's a, it's, okay. it's, mm. it's a retro for me. Yeah, just yeah. like Jordan it sneakers. Is a retro. Yes. It's just like Jordan sneakers. It like, is a retro. Yes. I don't remember when a Jordan threes first dropped. Nah, I love them now. I got them on right now. You feel what I'm saying? But I remember when the seventeens dropped. So you're talking about more of like generation. Though, it's right? a feeling. But yeah, I mean, the emotion tied to it, like it's the memory. I remember yes, where yes. I was at. I remember what I was doing. I mm-hmm. remember the color of the CD player. <laughs> I remember everything. Like I remember that when it first dropped, how I felt. Mm-hmm. I went and got the tape from downtown. Like it was a whole thing. I can't. I don't have that. None of that with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just going back. Right. So right. I think it's just a, it just depends on who. Now all of the older guys on this Charlemagne, you know, they're a little older. Yeah. So they they was that age in '93 mm. to to be able to remember that. And I just I I say Snoop because the longevity of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I look at like mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're looking at it from a non-biased, just pure song. Six, he yeah. went from '93 to 2000. Right. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? And they hot. Right. So that's how I was looking at it, but I can understand your point of view. How would you judge it though? Would you judge it from a, the, his his standpoint, or would you judge it from, you know, from the, if from the feeling of of how you felt when the actual records came out? 
I am all about how the music makes you feel. Like I have a, a literally right now a, a playlist. It's like a summer playlist, but it's all the some that's all the songs that I remember, like when I used to live in Florida and stuff like that. And you know, yeah. things it was like those those memories. And it brings been that around stuff the back. World too, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you guys you probably got some beautiful. You probably was in Brazil when beautiful. Was <laughs> I was not. I was okay. not. Yeah, I wasn't. But that that would have been some shit though, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, oh, I remember crazy. that. <laughs> I was in the video. Been some shit. <laughs> Word up. Speaking of videos, and when we come back, yo, I got because Kanye West is the first name on my list. We have to, and, oh, because mm. this guy's crazy. But you know what? We can't use the term crazy, but no, nah, we not. I'm not gonna call no, him crazy. Did, did I say that? Yeah, did I call him crazy. Say this guy crazy. He, oh, he, see, that's see, it's but no, it's not crazy like crazy like he wilding type shit. Like, yes. Yes. Not crazy like he's that. suffering. We're gonna bring him up from. We're gonna we're gonna bring him to the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. We're gonna we gonna, gonna pull him up. It ain't none of that. You feel me? I don't. You know what I mean, he he wilding, but he we is. gonna get to it, man. We are gonna get into Drop this video seat, right man. now, Drop man. Yes, sir. I got this new video. I I directed. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Trap nice. family joint. We got my new video. Talk to me, featuring AU and Trip, directed uh-huh. by myself. You know what I mean? Shot by a couple people. Talk to me. Check it out. Keep it copacetic When under pressure My hammer never stay on the dresser On another level Chain got another bezel Boy, I'm with whatever I don't know who do it better Keep it copacetic I ain't never under pressure Never under pressure Who you second guessing? Learn lessons to fame A fucking mental section Keep a weapon These young boys Won't second guess it Out here we stand tall Nigga never fall I know a few that want some shit I want it all And if you want it like me Then you trying to ball And if you want it like AU Then it's fuck the law What you know about your recovering battle scars What you know about young niggas On Adderall Niggas don't want nothing at all Times like this, I floss, I might miss I keep a tight grip, and Fendi on my bitch We swerve around town, fishbowl, got a face down Five hours later, I'ma take her to the Greyhound Face down, you know I don't play round Niggas stay way down, came up, stay down One false move and I'm swinging the K-Round Big boy playground, stitches better not make a sound Paul Bearers and black shoes go hand in hand Young nigga, we making plays, I'm serving grams. Catching bodies on beats was part of the plan. Catching bodies on beats was part of the plan. Real nigga, I don't really feel niggas. It's like a full-time job not to kill niggas. Do you harm, you intervene where I belong. We in the storm with 40-40s, you moving strong. Cush smoke to the heavens when I'm feeling long. Private session with the trappers got me in my zone. Got it fresh out the box, no kickback. If I said it, Lord, nigga, no, I meant that. Money long, the feds rush the honeycomb. We getting gone, some shit you just leave alone. Moving right, feel like I'm doing wrong. Every other night, a nigga putting on. A nigga putting on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that was my joint. Oh, Talk to me. Make sure y'all go check that out. Oh, you know what I mean? Right. On YouTube and all that. It's on the same page. Make sure y'all go subscribe to Hot Society Podcast YouTube page. Hit the notification bell, man, so you get all episodes. Yo, like, I, I'm interested. How do you, like, vision that? Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, how do you... Envision what? Conceptualize. Conceptualize like, the, the whole yeah. video, the whole... Like, how did you want it? Because you are the director. How you... You know what I mean? Well, it, the, in the beginning, I don't know if you heard it, but it's like raindrops. Okay. And I'm like, it had, that has to be nighttime. It's like a little mm. dark type shit. I'm like, it got to be night. So that was all on my mind was nighttime. Like, so I just had an opportunity when everybody was there. It was nighttime, and I just did it. So you I, listen I, to it first. You listen to it first, can kind of get the vibe and get yeah, the feel. Yeah, well, the song, what you want? The, the song is like the song been out for a while. So I I've been like visualizing for months. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it was just that was like on a humbug type of thing. Like that wasn't even really like. Like, I ain't do really too much planning. Like, we did that 
we play it as we go, basically. Like, you know what I mean? That's how I be doing it. I'm, I'm playing some other shit. No, no, that's I'm that group. But uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of planning, you know. Mm. Well, let's talk he about planning. Plan. What he say? Yes. Kanye was Yeezy. Yeezy himself. The Yeezy jump over the jump man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He said uh, he, he he was in Carolina. I'm not sure if it was South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina yep. He was uh. Camp on his campaign trail, mm-hmm. I guess to to do be president, whatever he's trying to do. That's what he said. Now uh, he just got out there. He started crying and he he said um, Harriet Tubman did not f- actually free the slaves. Mm-hmm. He was working. He he she took he she took them to actually work for other other white uh, slave slave masters. And uh, he also said, you know what? Let's just stop right there. Yeah. Because he said some other wild shit. Like, like, what do you feel, Kanye West? Because he says he's bipolar. He said Meek Mill fucked Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, this guy's crazy. See, wildin'. Sorry. This guy's wildin'. He wildin'. But why you think he doing this in front of the public eye? Is it for for the clout for it? Because he do have an album coming out mm-hmm. today, actually. Well, Isn't that the gospel album? What kind of album is this? I don't think it's a gospel album. Okay, yeah, but, that um, didn't work too well. Yeah, he has an album coming out. Like, do you think this is? Do you think is he doing this type of stuff only because it's an album and he just playing off of the whole bipolar thing and and, and like sort of weapon and like trying to use it as a as a marketing tool type of thing? You know, that could be the factor because you know personally, I don't know anybody close to Kanye West or anything like that. But from a view of just looking at it, I, I and just from what I'm reading, he doesn't take his medication, right? So he was, you know, he was prescribed certain psychotropic medication. Understandable, you don't want to take a medication, right? But he hasn't verted to a holistic approach to the medication either. So he's not mm-hmm. taking anything with having certain, you know, behaviors being exhibited and having a doctor say, listen. You're exhibiting behavior that's that looks, you know, bipolar. You might have bipolar disorder, and you might need to do such and such to help calm your manic. And when I mean manic, is like with bipolar. Some days you're extremely high, like you're like happy and and like oh, like I'm gonna spend five thousand dollars today, right? And then the next day it's like you you low. You just like. It's like it's totally off, you know what I'm saying? But the manic stage can can last for months. It can last for weeks. It can last for a certain many, uh, you know, a long period of time. So this is day by day, or can you get like two two happy days, three bad days? No, it, 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 it the just man, depends on the person. I think. Depends, yeah, it depends on the person. So what do the medicine do for them? Do is it like it balances you out basically? It tries to. So when they they take the medication, it kind of helps. Uh, bring them i guess to to a uh, not necessarily i i would like to say it's a happy medium but knowing um working with clients with with bipolar as well as having friends that are bipolar um the medication i will advocate and you know just speak truthfully they said you know the medication is not a good feeling because you know when they are in that high phase you know they's talking about it's just like they feel good yeah, and they feel yeah. like they're in their element i think you know especially for him that's probably when he feels he's his most creative right the thoughts are coming the feels is coming you can create you can move you're probably not sleeping a lot probably looks like he's had a lot of caffeine probably really talking really fast you know everybody has their different symptoms and but the, the twitter rants is obviously the, the bad day well that could be the good or the bad day that could be his twitter fingers like going you know yeah, yeah, it right. could be it's that Good. But yeah. they, I've I've heard, you know, it's and the medication responds like just like anything else. It responds with everybody differently. But some of them, they feel like it dulls that part of them. They don't really feel like them. They're they're themselves. And I like to compare it to Cat Williams. You remember Cat Williams? He had that one stand up. He was talking about his son that had ADD or ADHD, yeah. and he was like, you know, he was always running, 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 running. And he said the teacher said, give him the medication. So he had the medication. And he was sitting there. 
He's like, what's wrong? He's like, what you thinking about? Running. <laughs> you know? So it's just like, it, it doesn't necessarily dull the mind and the thoughts, but, you know, it makes them feel different or kind of like just numbs them down. I think similar to what people talk about when they experience Adderall or something else. It kind of feels like it's not a comfortable feeling. So you realize you have to take your medication, but your medication doesn't always make you feel good. It, it, it kind of tries to help mellow you out, but that's not necessarily always an agreeable or good feeling yeah because you some certain things in your brain right you need like certain like things to like to to produce right yeah. to be able to function so with taking those medications sometimes it dulls it, it, dulls it or overproduces mm -hmm. it. so so can we say can we 100 percent guarantee say that by people that's diagnosed with being bipolar or bipolar disorder do we can we say that they actually need medical like shit? Is that like a gray area? Like, or is it even a such thing as is is actual like bipolar? Like, cause if it, I think it's like individualized, like by like basis. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like each individual is different, mm -hmm. right? So each individual has to know themselves to be able to be able to like you know fully go through. Everybody have like a good day and a bad day right. type of thing, right? right. So. Right. I'm trying to understand, like, because if, if you got a good this, so that makes damn near everybody bipolar to a certain extent. But it's like, it's extreme, it's irrational. Yeah, anything with the, the mental health component or any um, oh, uh, so disorder. Doing, okay. No, I'm I'm listening. I'm oh, no, listening. I'm no. I was just saying with with any mental health disorder, it's a disorder because it means that you're not able to function as you would normally be able to. So it's a disorder because it stops you from your normal functioning. So like, let's say uh, depression is, is so because they are not able to function with that depression. So okay. it's maybe like, maybe you need to go to work every day, but you're not getting up out of bed for like seven days and you don't got no sick days. So it's like, it's, it's the lack of being able to function uh, with that disorder. That's what the, the help is needed for. Cause some people are functioning um, with it and so there are a lot of un, there's a lot of non-diagnosed people with you know disorders but maybe yeah. they're they haven't gone to seek treatment or maybe they're just able to to manage with their own coping mechanisms. i have a perfect example i don't know her name but she's an old actress she's like very like she's very like theatric. drama yeah theatric and like mm -hmm. dramatized ah she was she played she was in the fresh prince and she played like an aunt i think i know you too. no i so, don't She's a loud. She's always loud. She's always like, "Honey, this." And I think you're talking about light skin, not bad. She's, but that's not no, but no, about. but she is, is light skin. Will no, Smith it's not. It was, oh. it was like a family member okay. to okay. French Prince. I, I can't remember. Ah, he, she was in. The, oh, you! I know who you're talking about. Oh, girl. Um, she was in like, the Five Heartbeats, I believe, or the Temptations as the about. mother. I can't think of her name. I can't remember oh, her name. She's, she's like she's a. She's diagnosed with a, a bipolar. Yes. She's diagnosed with bipolar, but at the same time, she explained how acting played an actual positive role in the bipolar. That was mm -hmm. able to be her. See, that's that's what I was getting at. Like, should we? For people that's actually diagnosed with, with uh, bipolar disorder, I think we should come up with some type of alternative uh, medicines, even not actual chemicals. You feel what I'm saying? Like some type of, like, you, motherfucker might want to act. Motherfucker might want to do karate or something. Mm -hmm. That might be, you never really know. Like, I don't I don't know. And they probably not able to articulate that because they probably don't know what it is. Yeah. Some people don't 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 know what they calling is. Like we just said, some Facts. people go through life Facts. without even never even uh, going on that mission because you probably don't know what the mission so you, is. So you got to think about it. And Kanye West, Jennifer Lewis, Gen yes, Jennifer Lewis. So yeah, so in Kanye West world, creativity that's actually a manic stage, right? Like to be able to think creativity and to be able to like. But if you got to take the medicine, yes, now. Now it's probably I can't stops make it. my music, can't right. make my sneakers, my yeah. sneaker sketches ain't coming out right, mm -hmm. the vocals ain't coming out right. Like when I'm on my, like the, this is probably why, this is probably, like multiple things can be true. He probably really are, uh, really is bipolar and he probably is using it to sell music because mm -hmm. it's like, once I'm on the medication, I don't, I can't make the music because I'm, right. all, You're not I'm creative. all dulled out. Mm -hmm. Now, once I get off the, I stop taking the medication because I have to make music now. 
I know I can't do it on the medication, so I stopped taking it. Right around music time, now I can't control it because it's going, you know, I'm yeah, not on Now you're out of control. Now yeah. you're doing Twitter rants and people uh, think you're using mm-hmm. it just as a marketing. It's, it's like, it's right. pretty a much in a lose-lose situation yeah. in that. Yeah. Because yeah, if he track. stay on the medication, and he probably can't make the, the, the dope Yeezys, or he probably can't make the album. Because mm-hmm. I, I ain't going to lie, them, the, the new flip-flops that he made just now, they look crazy. Or, or he probably he, he probably was on the medication when he made some of those. Well, maybe, maybe, but, maybe. And then you know, I also, I mean, uh, and this relates, I think, to somewhat to possibly what Nick Cannon is going through. But your support system is a lot. Having somebody that is truly That's on your team That's and is not a beneficiary really of of your finances or of you making those shoes and you making those albums, but somebody that can be responsible. I'm like, bro, you tripping. I don't, you think really he had, need that. I don't think he had that person. Not since his mama. Yep. Not since his mama. And I know that had to be hard because I think, you know, she was probably the, the biggest voice that was able to really help and guide him, which that, I assume. Yeah, because that, that cause I didn't, because before that, we didn't really see this this no. type of At behavior. Mm-hmm. At all. So that probably was his, we, we were just talking about, that probably was his, his uh, acting or his karate school, whatever he needed. His yeah. mother probably was that for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then when he lost it, now you're searching for, you searching for it other places. This is when we start seeing, the, if I'm not mistaken, the whole Amber Rose thing. And, yeah. You know, yeah. the carpet with the Henny bottle and mm-hmm. things are starting to look a little different. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And... I, we probably just cracked the Da Vinci Code. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just did that. Case solved. I think we cracked it. Uh, you ain't gonna get it. Yeah, this is authentic. <laughs> this is authentic reasoning right there. Nah, fluid. I think that's what it is. Like, yeah. I think yeah. all of those is true. Your support you system would, is everything. It is. It really is everything. And like to go back to Nick Cannon, you could obviously see in Viacom. <laughs> That was his support system. And yeah. nobody was really vibing yeah. with it. They was trying to get him out there from the go. And right. that's how I look at it. Because, all right, yes, what he said was wrong. Mm-hmm. But Wait, was... what, did, did he, what did he say, though? <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw a clip. But that's the, it's the clip with have, him have and um, seen, have you a ever, Griff, right? Have you, yeah, have you ever been? Well, Professor Griff, he got kicked out of Public Enemy. Mm. Right. For making anti-Semitic comments mm-hmm. in his raps. Now, Public Enemy is a very controversial right. rap. Right, always has been, yeah. So if you get kicked out of a controversial rap <laughs> for being too controversial, <laughs> progressive, professor, you're too much probably, for the brand. Yeah, you're probably not a guy you probably want on your podcast if you want to <laughs> stick around. You feel what I'm saying? I want to see, though. I'm interested to see what Nick' next move is. You know I, what I'm saying? I'm just like, where Mariah? Where is Mariah? What? Where's Mariah? And where's the other? Like, it is the baby, but I'm, I'm no now. Now listen. No now hear me out. Hear me out. No hear me out. Right. Hear me out. That ultimately, if somebody is making those comments, though, if somebody is making like suicidal ideation type comments, you are no matter how much we might not to be together, moved on. You are still the father of my children. So, oh, yeah, right. so if you got Professor Griff on your on your <laughs> podcast, right? Right. You have to kind of know that. And then you make certain comments, you feel me? He now he probably was ignorant to certain to certain facts. Like I don't know if you ever seen the the he, Hebrew Israelites. Uh, yeah. Like downtown yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. basically was uh saying things parallel to the things they say. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. And you know On that show though. Yeah, on the show. Okay. Now and he, you know, the Jewish people they 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 owned Viacom and all that. Right. You right. know. You gotta expect that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty so obviously he didn't. If he 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 doubled down on it first, right? And then he I guess they put more pressure on him, mm-hmm. and then he came back and apologized. Right. And then that's when he made the suicidal comments mm-hmm. because he felt like, I right, these people, you know, what I mean, they they turned they back on me. They fired me from my. They took my my whole life away and mm-hmm. all this, and now. Uh, for for statements that I made out of ignorance, and now that I go back and apologize, my own people are turning their back mm, on me. Yeah. And yeah. on top of that, his best friend just died in the yeah, wake of I all of this. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So yeah, I saw that. That's what he feel like. He said, yeah. I think he said, I don't want to misquote him, but he said something to the fact I don't even feel like I want to be here anymore. Right. Yeah, be on this planet or something like that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. How you feel about those I'd, type of statements? Like, yeah. I. 
I I I do get like I it was just a Professor Griff thing. Like I heard it was about that in that that interview, and I didn't hear the whole interview because my thing is like, what exactly trouble. did I I know he will, <laughs> but. Uh, I didn't know exactly what he said from what the clip I had heard. I hadn't heard anything that he had said that was anti-Semitic. But um, uh, I do feel that, you know, he feels probably cornered because a lot of his support has pulled back from him and probably support that he didn't think was going to pull back on him. Not just like, you know, we're talking about Viacom and, you know, but he had like shows, documentaries, like he's had his hand in like a lot. So yeah. it's not like he hasn't been spaced out financially, but in just his business aspect. But I do feel like um, that he had been, um, I feel like he lost a lot of support that he assumed that would be there. And I had gotten to a discussion with the young cat and he was like, yo, we saw, you know, Nick Cannon wearing turbans and shit. And he's doing documentaries on Dr. Sebi. Didn't he expect this? And I was like, well, you know, it's it's different with the rabbits got the gun. Like, you know, it's different talking about somebody else's life and, you know, interviewing him, hearing him firsthand and getting that interview and understanding. But it's different when it's applied to you. And how that affects your personal situation. So I do think it's um, a pullback on the support that probably surprised him. And probably people he thought were day ones have now been nuns. And uh, But my question is, where Mariah? I mean, not, they ain't together. Right? Well, they don't, but I'm, my thing is like, I as, as, a, as a woman, I am not a mother. But as a woman, I'm thinking that if I have children with someone... And that person goes public talking about that they don't want to be here no more for the sake of my own kids. I'm going to check in on you. We don't have to be together. We don't have to be cool. But I'm going to do my own mental health check. Like, bro, you need to come over. Well, she, well one, she probably, we, we don't know if she did I don't, it Yeah, there. we don't. We don't. Two, we don't. She probably, I don't know. Mariah, the last time I heard, she was going to do some crazy, some wild shit. Yeah. I said, I got to stop using that word. Nah. <laughs> See, They're troubled. Like, They're troubled. Yeah, troubled. She be going through some wild shit herself yeah, lately. Okay, so okay. I don't know. You feel me? She, she might not be balanced right yeah, now. She probably she probably did reach out though. We don't know. I hope so. But, oh, she probably didn't. But yo, like Nick Cannon just got a taste of systematic Oppression. injustice. Right. I mean, but hmm. it's it's like when you start like when you start talking and start saying some of the same things that a, a Louis Farrakhan would say, mm. or, or Professor Griff, mm -hmm. or even a, a, a Dr. Umar Johnson. Oh, like, yep. When you start stepping into that lane, see, those, those guys are not uh, entertainers. You nope. see, Professor Griff, well, he, he couldn't be an entertainer. The, the entertainers <laughs> kicked him out. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? So yes. when, you in that, when, you, when you start walking those lines, that's not for an entertainer. That's right, for real serious. Right. Like you, you gotta go out there. You got if you gonna step out there. You got to right. You gotta line. step out there. You feel me? You can't yeah. run it. He he probably feel like right now he he running over a mountain and mm -hmm. and ain't nobody. He thought everybody can't, was behind yes, him. He ain't around, nobody, nobody there. was there. But did he? But you, you gotta understand that you feel he didn't Facts. really run over the mountain. He, he kind of yeah. ran over and then tried to run back and he 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 stuck in the middle right now. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what I mean shots coming from both sides, and I just mm -hmm. hope he. But shout out to Diddy though for yeah. for offering. Yeah, I I see the mastermind behind Diddy from him just saying that comment. Like mm -hmm. I, now yeah. I see his vision. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. see how Diddy and possibly even Jay, Jay Z yeah. is coming. Like they're they're coming on some shit. Like yo, yeah, we. You, we need to control our own media. But you yeah. never really see that in the beginning. People call Jay-Z sellout in the beginning. Mm. You know what I mean? People say things about uh, Puffy. You never really see it in the beginning, but stuff like that take time. And you see Jay-Z came with the title and all that. Yeah. When he was with Def Jam, people thought he was crazy and he sold everybody out. Mm. But, you know, it's a long game. People play, you got to play the long game long sometimes. Game. I mean, yeah. and you might be able to school me. I might be wrong, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, I said that, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, I don't know. He might be better off on unemployment. That might be a more solid check than going to Diddy. Nick. Oh, you talking about uh, <laughs> Nick Cannon, right? I was like, I don't know. My unemployment might actually, right, that though, check might come through. MTV, you know what I mean? going to be crazy. <laughs> That MTV check, you feel me? Oh, like extra six hundred. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Unemployment might serve you better, Nick, than uh, than Diddy. I don't, I don't know. He know, got a he, Diddy got a long track record of people that uh that don't necessarily under, that, get that, that check. That, that uh that MTV check, I know that while and now it's the longest yeah. running show on MTV. Wow, exactly. that check had to be different, but. I think I think he I think they find a way to uh to rectify it. Yeah, okay. I hope so. Feel me? so rectifying, let's talk about uh Tory Lanez and um I don't know what, what like I don't understand what could have happened. Like 
I don't understand why you even have a gun. Mm. In that situation, right? Yeah, mm. you with a female, famous female, beautiful mm-hmm. female. Mm-hmm. You just left a, a, a rich party. With, a, with Kylie Jenner, with Kylie right? Jenner. Why do you need guns? Where right? do a gun come into place at? Right. But see, look, let, let's take it back. This is how I know what I said before. You ain't about that, bro. You ain't really about that. Because, like, it's certain situations, bro. Like, why you got to bring a, a loaded weapon mm. into a party with Kylie Jenner? Because people sometimes, when they, when you're when you, you looking for validation, right? When you, when you come up, he probably didn't, he probably wasn't the cool guy or, or he probably had these fantasies of doing certain things and, mm-hmm. You can't really do it because if you're really not about that, because that's when it's real. When you're really out there, you can't really go outside and do the things that you saw in the movie because it's real. It's real, right there. But yeah. when you, when now that you got money and now that you're in these different circles and you around people that you don't think that you that 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 you could like uh, that you confront to, it's like when somebody go to college. From the hood. He never mm-hmm. really did nothing, but you around these people that you could tell them whatever the fuck you want to tell them. You mm-hmm. feel me? So he he around these people. I hated t- that in college. He, he from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I hated that. So he from Toronto. You in America. Has nobody ever been in Toronto. They don't know nobody in Toronto. You could tell these people. You could act, put on a facade. Right. You could you could be, you could create your own person. Mm, your yeah. own persona. Own you persona. can create you whatever create you want to be because nobody exactly. knows where you're coming from. You could create mm-hmm. your own persona and you could build yourself up to be this... Grant that photo player, <laughs> and then you just and then you end up shooting a, a a beautiful superstar rapper in the in in the foot, allegedly. Mm-hmm. I I just don't understand. And you know, just as somebody that like firearms, I, I you know I take my family, we go to the arms. Personally, how did you not have that on safety, right? Like mm. you're in not a car. Mm. You supposed to you are uh, rich, <laughs> like she's rich. You can have security. Yeah, like, where is exactly. your security? Where's exactly. security? Simple. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't be going through none of that, man. But you already know, man. Like, that's a message for everybody out there, man. Like when you mm-hmm. get when you get some money, man, don't be out here trying to trying to uh impress nobody or or, or, or live out a dream of right. being the king of New York, mm-hmm. being Frank White and no goofy shit like that. <laughs> Frank White. You know what I mean? Go get yourself some 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 security and yes. and secure yourself and don't be taking pictures of your house and all that type yeah. of shit, mm-hmm. man. But it's crazy because I feel like uh Tory Lanez had that intuition. He he had it. Right? Cuz I feel Everybody like Everybody has it. I guess. Personally, it, but I feel like personally artists, people that musically are inclined, they have a certain Ear to intuition Like mm. they can feel Current times They can Jump to intuition If you're able to make A song that People could feel mm-hmm. You can You're good at Ear of intuition Right mm-hmm. So Him tweeting A couple days Before that happened Oh I have a bad feeling For some reason I don't know why This explains The next couple of days that doesn't up happen. To that. Up, I don't know, but like, even if you still could, he that still was all his. Like, if that's what him. happened, like you could avoid it. That it could have been avoided. That's the, that's the bigger have, thing. Yo. But then yeah, tell the people, you know, what I mean, where they could find you at. Right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just really gonna comment on that really quickly. Okay. Just uh, interpersonal. It was called IPV interpersonal violence. So let's say I don't know Tory Lanez as a rapper, his rap style, who he is as a person, but. When there is ever a firearm that is in um, in possession, it's it well, particularly for abusers. But I mean, if there is somebody that has a history of abuse, I don't, I'm not saying that that is Tory Lane's situation. But if that is the case, if they own a firearm and they are abusive physically, that they are 400 percent likely to kill their female partner. But just by the ownership of a firearm and seven and I'm sorry, 35 percent of all women killed by men are killed by intimate partners with guns, guns in 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 those type of sit situations, whether it's suicidal ideation or whether it's like a situation. I don't know exactly what occurred, but things can escalate quickly that may not have been meant to. Yeah. 
Just by just by just a quick by pull of a trigger. Just, just by, by the ownership the or just having walking it. out the house with a gun. Yes. You liable to do something that you wouldn't have been able to do. Right, because right. Because you didn't have it. Exactly. So saying? much more important that if you do own a firearm, just making sure that you have the proper protection, that you do have a gun lock for it, that you do have, proper you know, education. those. Yes, proper education yeah. and the proper tools to make sure that they are stored yeah. safely. Right. Yes. Um, so, yeah, before we get out of yes. here, man, make sure you tell the people where they can find you. And where they can highlight you at on the Sure, sure. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at XL, the letters XL Danielle. XL Danielle, common spelling D A N I E L L E. Yeah, man. Make sure you go follow me, Be High Society, Sash 24. Make sure you follow High Society Podcast, man. It's episode 43. We out, man. Like, comment, subscribe below. You already know, man. Episode 43. We out. See you next week. Woohoo! Hi. Rick Flair on these motherfuckers. Not Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Oh God.